0: All right, welcome back to K Town. I'm your man, Johnny B, and here we got.
1: This is Otis. How's it going? This is the conspiracy theory episode. We got our tinfoil hats on for the uh, viewers and the listeners that are tuning in. Most of us do. Mine
2: yeah. Hurts. Yeah.
0: Some of us have had you tinfoil helmets. To your
2: beard. Question me not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so the premise of this one is that we're going to go around, present our idea of the conspiracy that we're, we've chosen today, either for or against and force everyone else in the room to take the opposing view. So we'll see how this goes. Let's start off with Nathaniel.
3: All right. So my conspiracy theory is fairly simple. It's that the SCP Foundation is an actual thing, and they are actually hiding incredibly dangerous creatures, items from all of humanity, and that there's also, like, completely restricted-off sections on the planet Earth.
1: Just for listeners, can you... Explain a little bit what SPC Foundation SCP. is. Oh, SCP. S- explain Jeez, that. And, and in our,
0: our last episode, at the end, yeah. we did go over some of it. But yeah, yeah if you Maybe didn't remember that, we'll re- just a little recap.
3: So an SCP is uh, just like this. I don't remember what the foundation is called exactly, but
0: SCP. it's SCP Foundation. Secure yeah. capture. Well, it's
3: secure, contain, protect. Is their unofficial motto. Um, but an SCP is just this thing that like, is not in any way normal and will oftentimes have uh, strange powers that make it so that it's either incredibly dangerous to, huma- to humanity or it could actually help humanity in some ways, or it just kind of does its own thing off in the distance.
2: So actually, the SCP Foundation, do- the SCP Foundation does include a definition of what counts as an SCP. First, it has to be anomalous. Okay. And what they mean by that is not easily explainable by science.
0: Ah, okay. So an anomaly. Yes. Second,
2: it can't be completely overpowered because there are many interviews contained within the universe of SCP that have various beings applying to be SCPs and being rejected for some reason or another. Mm -hmm. Like they're either... Not worth mentioning, or things like that. Just SCPs mm-hmm. are the notable anomalies that the SCP Foundation can do something about.
0: Oh, okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. And these are like a lot of artifacts and terrors and such that are uh, just oddities, not necessarily malicious, but mm-hmm. do have a major impact on the on the their environment.
3: Uh, to some extent, some of them don't have any impact, and they're just kind of there.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, there's some.
3: So there are you, are some that are
2: categories categorized safe meaning that they unless you're stupid and make stupid decisions (laughs) they can be contained you don't you could just leave them there and they won't do anything Mm -hmm. like they have a series of rubber duckies like that have various anomalous properties like one stick it down there's a space above it that's like 10 feet by 5 feet by 5 feet Mm -hmm. and that space will never have any water it's not physically possible to have water in there
0: yeah, okay,
3: so a bunch of... Knowledge. So are you saying, say again, you're trying to prove that... I'm trying to prove that the SCP Foundation is 100% real and they are hiding those creatures from us,
1: or the artifacts. I, I have a question. Yeah. yeah. All right, so to debunk this, I have a question. So, like, if you think the SCP What is it? SCP. The SCP Foundation is real, who are, like, who, who is the creators? Who 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 runs the site and who, you know, who... Who is the mastermind behind all these these puppets and mm. all these
3: Well, see, the thing theories. is, the SCP Foundation is incredibly secretive. You're not going to know who's running it. There's all kinds of information where the scientists might be mentioned, but the thing is, their name's blacked out. You're not going to know who they are. They are an incredibly secretive organization that you're not supposed to be able to track in the slightest.
1: But, I mean, do you think something had to leak eventually? I mean, with, you know, if someone... Someone's wife spilled the beans or mm. their or their son or daughter. I mean you, it just – it's unrealistic to me that like, something like orchestrated could be so secret without anything, you know, spilling beans of anything of the S.P.C.
0: So S-C-P. Uh, SCP. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like Men in Black, right? You're thinking yeah. of that it's kind of a, I, I idea. That. Yeah, it's way it's more advanced than that. But the far same far. premise. Men in Black is the commonality of what we're talking like about here. Men in Black is aliens. Yes. Mm. Mm. S-C-P
2: mm. is anything.
0: Yeah, including yeah. aliens. Including aliens. Yeah, yeah. But the same concept—the secret organization that's going around that has been here for yeah. a very long time that has our best intentions in mind. Uh,
3: I think it's been only around since about the time of World War II, or <laughs> like <laughs> later. Okay, okay. Mm. just slightly. It's 1900s. To mm. me, it just seems so unrealistic. The, okay, so the SCP organization
2: was started during Industrial Era America, uh-huh. uh, due to the uh, after they discovered a factory. And that is SCP-001. Okay. Like, there's multiple SCP-001s, but this one, like, the, if you dig deep enough, is the one that sticks out the most, is the original one. Mm-hmm. And there's various, like, videos and whatnot that showcase it as such. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it is what started the whole SCP organization. Not that—SCPs existed before the factory did. The factory, what it did is brought them to the public's attention, it also is what created the first amnesiacs what is it? that caused people to forget. What is that? Basically, it allows complete control over people's memories and minds to the point where you could... Like, in multiple, multiple times in the SCP Foundation's history, mm-hmm. the SCPs have completely obliterated Earth. Like, as in, yeah. there is no such thing as Earth anymore. Altered history to where it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And the SCP Foundation is... Completely capable, due to the items within its possession, to alter history to the point where that not only never happened, but they restarted it at the exact moment, Mm -hmm. recreating people, memories, through cloning and whatever else, Mm -hmm. and then it's no longer screwed up. (laughs)
4: <laughs> so, funny thing is, is I thought we, I thought we were supposed to be disproving it, not s- taking the side of the person whose conspiracy theory it is.
3: Evan is very passionate about SCPs
2: very. with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: very passionate. We're
2: both very passionate. I'm not going to try and disprove this. If anything, I want it proven. <laughs> See? <laughs> so, to me,
1: so, to me, it just seems so vague, like... The scientists, the people that run it, it is, mm. to me, that there has to be some information coming well, out of this organization. So when you,
0: when you, I will expand on what Nathaniel. I guess we, on the website itself, it does have lots of names, military leaders from around the world. Mm. And it says General So and So, and then it blinks it out. You know, so it it does address it that it's like a military government organization, okay. and that there are levels of government that are aware of it to an extent but not mm-hmm. of it exactly. They play like a role in it, the yeah. but they don't know that they're working for this particular foundation because uh-huh. yeah. it's all these different sectors and different sites that are very compartmentalized and don't know about the other ones. Yep. Um, that's kind of how
1: it's And That's another run. thing I see with these kind of uh, conspiracy theories is that the more actors that are involved, the more just crazier and crazier the conspiracy gets, and it doesn't sound real. Well, you know, and I mean, There's just so many different actors and hierarchies that it just – it it loses its credibility, to me, yeah. at least, as and a skeptic.
0: We, and, and what about them, like, their website? It's you, Anyone can find it and go on there, and, like, and clearly the entertainment <laughs> industry has been pulling from it over the past few years.
3: Well, I mean, that's the perfect front, isn't it? Just, like, say <laughs> yeah, all this yeah. stuff is just a video game or just, like, concepts that people have come up with and make it so that the public is aware of these things so that if they're ever like, oh, that that, that is almost... Definitely SCP-173. Mm, All right. Mm. Better not let my eyes get off of him. All right. He's going he's to b- close this door and <laughs> everyone leave. <laughs> it's the perfect front. You hide in plain sight while at the same time being completely obscured.
0: So, here, this might be a great time to bring in our first female guest, Ava. So, what do you think about... Secretive government organizations Is this something that you've ever given thought to Or think that could be real
5: I mean I think that it could be real I yeah. mean it makes sense Because they try to be so secretive All the time about what they're Always doing like the FBI You don't really know
1: Okay
0: yeah so behind closed doors so You take the,
1: like the men in black approach That yeah. okay They're trying to cover up sure. something greater
4: yeah. Alright Evan I
1: have uh, one thing to say oh, okay, about yeah, this good.
4: All right. So uh, one thing that I can uh, say is that if if you do uh, take into account of uh, let's do cases here. All right. So the first case is we're assuming that this uh, the SCP Foundation is indeed real and then it uses its website as a as its perfect front. So if it is indeed a governmental organization and it is using a website as its uh, current front, you would be able to track whether, e- even if it was a scattered tracking system, you would be able to track the source and, p- and pinpoint the location where all the SCPs are coming from, or at least being posted onto the website. Okay, first of all, the SCP, organi- the SCP
2: organization, it's not a government thing. Mm. It goes deeper than the deep web. The entire point of it, it has has absolute control over the Earth. However, its motto is secure, contain, protect. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it could, at any point, destroy all of Earth. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And trying to track it through the Internet doesn't work because there are various SCPs. I can name, actually not name, but I know of two or three that have access to the Internet. However... You can't track them because they go through several dimensions mm-hmm. before coming back to the original device. You
4: cannot track
2: that with modern-day technology.
4: But it would be trackable, is what you're saying.
2: If you, if we advance to the point that the SCP uh, organization is at, but we're not at that point, so we can't track it.
1: So is this organization, like, uh, uh, it, it's not controlled by humans? Is it, it is
2: controlled by humans.
1: Uh, actually... So if it's controlled by humans and you say it's not government, then like it's not
2: government. Is, you know I mean? Basically, the <laughs> Who is the, the founder okay. made did? a deal within with a being that was within the factory.
1: A being, a human being, us.
2: Not a being, it was not kind of a like human an being. An a, yeah. it's not ancient. It was made uh-huh. within the factory, and it made a deal where. Effectively what happened is this guy, he was a part of the military, and he goes in with his team, and they find all sorts of atrocities. Weapons that are capable of killing 50 men mm-hmm. with a single pull of the trigger. You don't even have to look. You fire it up into the air, and it just murders everyone. And then they like, are investigating all this stuff, and then suddenly fairies pop out of the forest. <laughs> like, they, The fairies just start invading from the sewers and everywhere and slaughter all of his men and he's the only one surviving and how he survived is he ran into the factory running from room to room in, in an attempt to escape from them until he finds this being and then the being tells him something along the lines of if, if you provide sacrifices to me like, like with blood, bones, all that human sacrifices to me then I can fix all of this and he's like Deal. I need my personnel back. I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. So he makes the deal. Huh. Time restarts. And he goes back to the beginning. Okay. And except now, he all him and all of his men are armed with new SCPs that the factory had created. And they are imbued with the knowledge of how to use them. Huh. They completely annihilate the elves and fairies to
0: the point where they are completely extinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this idea that um the true power is reality altering SCPs. Yeah,
2: that's what this guy that's what this factory guy has. Also, here's another thing. The SCP organization no longer exists. If it did, it no longer does. According to records, all of the SCPs disappeared all at once. Hmm. The SCP Wiki website if at the SCP organization did exist, it's likely just the documents coming to the surface because all of them disappeared all at once, including the factory. It is likely that the deal that got the factory made with the man Where did they was go? to. I mean. They disappeared without a trace, and we have no way of following them. We've run out of SCPs to follow them with. They're all gone. All records, all evidence, everything.
1: But I mean, do you Except think for like a, 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 a grand yeah. or orchestrated plan like that? Don't you think that someone would have came across something? It was a something? supreme
2: being that made that did all this. Also, they had the am- the amnesiacs. They made everyone forget. There's class A to Z, yeah. or actually A to C. Yeah.
0: A we'll making it to where
2: you yeah. will forget your entire life. They admi- they can admit a- administer this to the entire world. Mm-hmm. The Earth has blown up multiple times. <laughs> I mean that's to say that
0: you're so the, the organization is omnipotent, reality altering. I mean, in a sense, it's it's uh,
2: basically yes. God. Okay, yeah.
0: it's not God because that's
2: one of the SCPs. <laughs>
0: yeah. He claims to be God, but they have
2: other things that are also claiming to be
0: God. Yeah, and they have Cain and Abel in there and all. Kinds yeah, there's of Cain, references.
2: Abel, God. There's the first angel. They have Gable. They have freaking Lucifer. They have a. Star That was the sun of another sun that created the Earth, except then uh, the Earth decided, hey, I don't like you, so it murdered it. Oh, wait, no. The Earth didn't do that. The other stars did. Right. Yeah. So it and gets now convoluted. it's out for really revenge. Quick. Yeah, it does. It's, and then there's, it's, it's hard there's, to there's lots of that. things yeah. – so we can
1: go around that. the table and take a vote uh is fake news or uh, uh another real? fun
4: argument I can create is uh if the SCP was indeed real and you and it does indeed claim that uh the wiki is in, is just the documents of the former foundation that the foundation is no longer al- uh, around
2: that uh, um, thing i said about it no longer existing could also just be stuff the SCP organization
4: made up Fun fact um ooh fun fact over here Oh, you can prove and disprove this via history because there was reference of the SCP during World War 2. Uh as a matter of fact, the person who called uh or at least named somebody about the SC, uh in, named somebody inside the SCP was Dwight D Eisenhower. He specifically spoke about it once inside an interview that he had after the war. Hmm. And that, uh, but but before or no it was and 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 it was after he became president so and it wasn't it was very brief, it was very simple, but he mentioned s c p hmm. yeah yeah, also he gave a huge that.
1: address about the military industrial complex and their kind of control over the United States, so yeah. which is has a lot of uh, ties to you know special projects and, you know, mind control and UFOs.
4: Yeah, I mean, World War II
0: was Also, so Dwight
1: the D.
4: Eisenhower uh, was part of the Manhattan Project, which mm-hmm. was one of the one, of the, so w- one he's of the big the one who created Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> 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 Uh, The Manhattan Project is full of a lot of conspiracies, but we'll go that right.
0: we'll, yeah. over that. Do a we want to move on to
1: the, to the next? Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: that yeah. one's so hard to like tackle if yeah. something has reality altering, because then they could tackle our perception, yeah. you know, like change yeah. our perception. Yeah, you can't really disprove.
2: Do we want a quick
1: vote of who thinks it's crazy who thinks it's real? Just go around. I mean, uh,
2: I believe it's crazy, but I'm going to defend it to the death. Okay. <laughs> I think it's debatable.
1: You skipped her. Uh, <laughs> how dare you?
5: I think it's like... um. Potentially believable. Like, it sounds pretty crazy, like, with all the dimensions that they're, like, going through and stuff. That sounds kind of unbelievable. But I think that it could be real.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, plausible.
5: Yeah. It's
3: like Mythbusters in here.
4: I think it's debatable because there are so many things that I would like to have more proof on. Oh, yeah. Just look crazy. it up,
0: the wiki's out there. Crazy. Jeff's just saying it. He's calling it now. What crazy.
3: <laughs> Jeff, did you speak at all during that? Nope.
1: No, because right. he thought it was so crazy that he didn't want to insult uh, <laughs> low intelligence. No, I think it's absolutely insane uh, fake news. So, what yeah. about you, Johnny?
0: I think it's incredibly entertaining. I'm a huge fan and know the entertainment industry pulls from it constantly. I want it to be real. I just don't think it is.
3: <laughs> and the guy who this, this real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, well, I agree that I want the SCP Foundation to be real. I also kind of don't because, let's face it, if those things are 100% real, we are all screwed.
2: So I have one. It's I've written up a little paragraph on this because I had to make sure I got all the Ts. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah the details. Yeah. on this conspiracy theory, fact correct. Man, yeah. it right. I'm the fact man, I gotta <laughs> get it right. So this is City forty. It's a closed city in Russia codenamed City forty. The residents of the city were taken from their homes throughout Russia as the geniuses of the country and brought together within City forty before Chernobyl was ever brought together. So before the whole Chernobyl disaster. These people lived and died for the Russian nuclear program unaware they were dying of radiation in the air and dumping radiation equal to 2.5 times the amount of Chernobyl, the amount of radiation Chernobyl had total wow. into the Arca- Arctic Ocean. Though these accounts have been denied, there is film showing a clock tower that switches constantly between the time and the amount of radiation in the air. And the the film also contains the citizens and Geiger counters being used next to fruit stands to measure the amount of radiation in the fruit. Um, Let's see. And then the people within the city were made made a deal with the Russian government so that they would never want to leave and never choose to leave, that they would be given plenty compared to the rest of Russia, which was starving. They had plenty of fruit and commodities. They had bananas, which is completely unheard of in the rest of Russia due to the scarcity of food. They had modern conveniences running water, everything. The only thing they had to they had to worry about were two things: making sure the work on nuclear programs continued, and secondly, the fact that the air was polluted with radiation to
1: the point where you died at thirty hmm. I, I uh I believe that I think that uh, I just watched a really cool documentary about how scientists and Russia were treated actually more. Fairly than uh, you know the common peasants in Soviet Russia they were given more food, they were given better housing conditions, more money to spend um, I think that's i'm very, not I'm that's not entirely possible. done okay, go ahead.
2: so city forty is still around with the residents still refusing to leave mm-hmm. and still living quite happily, still despite the fact that Russia no longer uses the place for nuclear research it's still being provided with food and necessities mm-hmm. far beyond the rest of Russia, which ruins the communist idea and it's surrounded by fences with signs forbidding entrance to all but those with passes. Yeah, it's a secret city. Yeah, I've actually read is up this on like this, like, at so the top far.
1: of Russia? You know, and, I don't know, by the Arctic Ocean up
2: there?
0: No.
1: I also
2: a, have, of North. course, there's also Kilroy and Lake Baikal
0: and what it contains. Oh, yeah, Lake Baikal is a whole new story. That one's a really, really fascinating one. A bunch yeah. of UFOs and... There's UFOs.
1: So so why do you think uh, the Russians or the Soviet Union would would create a city like this?
2: I stated the purpose. It was for nuclear research. As for why they would keep it open, despite the fact that it's a huge drain on their resources and doesn't actually help them anymore, it would likely be because, well, they want to know what radiation does to a population of people that's constant. Yeah, over a long long term.
4: Yeah. So I actually did a whole lot of research on uh, Russia's nuclear warfare projects, and it, it's actually quite interesting, really. This conspiracy theory is actually quite plausible, because um, Russia never... During its nuclear warfare project, it was very secretive with the United States. The United States would send U-2 planes over Russia, but because of how big its radar net was, because of uh, the, the giant radar tower in Chernobyl, and uh other towers around there uh u two planes were shot down like like they were nothing, and u two planes flew twenty to forty thousand feet above inside the atmosphere, so they' were in they are barely inside earth's orbit, so uh, they were shot down by missiles, but they were incredibly secretive with how they did their nuclear warfare and research and how they went about their research now that we have records of it from the fall of the Soviet Union, was uh, they would gather the greatest minds that they could get, and they would throw them in one spot and say, all right, build uh, nuclear weapons for us.
0: That was a tactic for most countries.
1: Yeah, sometimes they would slide stuff. uh, When they knew satellites were coming over the top of their base, they would slide stuff like inside or put it underground, Mm -hmm. wait for the satellite to pass by and then then put it back out, you know. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Here, Eva, why don't we ask you this question. So if you were presented this opportunity, right, imagine yourself as a Russian citizen, and you have a family, and you get this opportunity to go to the city, and now you'll live here, be taken care of and provided for, but you know you'll be irradiated yeah, for I the rest
2: of your life. I forgot to mention this, but all the goods within the city are free.
0: Even better. Would
2: you take that offer if you were in that situation?
5: I wouldn't take the offer because I wouldn't want to be exposed to the- Well,
2: you wouldn't have known it was irradiated because it wasn't yet. Also, you were starving. You lived in communist Russia during the peak of democide. Yeah, it would definitely be tempting.
0: You'd be like, "Mmm, free food when I'm starving for me and my family?
2: I won't be killed for no
0: reason? Yeah, there's some good incentives.
1: It's kind of the common good
0: yeah yeah
2: a
1: very I mean, a communistic model sacrifice yeah. for the common good so you would live there or you wouldn't no, no. they would have killed you
2: for that answer because they would tell you about the city and be like nah now you gotta die because <laughs> you, you know about
0: it oh. so you'd be dead right now <laughs> oh no
1: <laughs>
0: I think that one's pretty plausible I
1: think it's plausible I think around. that's
0: actually real I'm pretty sure I've read about it like I'm pretty sure that's a ongoing real thing
6: um yeah I think so too I think yeah. it's real
0: Actually, that conspiracy theory
2: is totally real. There's a documentary coming actually, out about it, it later it's this not year.
1: Just uh, confined to Russia, the United States set off atomic bombs in the uh, atolls, yeah, Pacific Islands. And this, they tested on their la- uh, yeah, like this,
2: yeah, uh, this city, on. it's a real thing, and the people inside of it have a certain mentality of never wanting believing. They stand for true Russian no, I ideals.
4: It. Absolutely, Russia. and
2: Everything they that they are the chosen few of Russia, and that they're the best around, and no one can bring them down. Which, mm-hmm. of course, I'm the only person like that.
4: Um, Russia is also the only nuclear power to drop the world's biggest atomic bomb. They dropped. They're the only at, uh, nuclear power to drop a bomb over. To drop a bomb over 15 megatons. Wow. The biggest bomb that we've ever dropped in America was a 15 megaton, and its uh, blast radius was 100 miles in all direction, and the ra- and the radiation fallout uh, radii sized uh, four massive towns that were just being built. So all the people there they all died from radiation and uh it was that bravo it was called bravo test and uh, it was that test inside the United States that was felt around the world. Wow. And then uh later during the Cuban missile crisis well before the Cuban missile crisis they decided to uh Russia was like we need to show them our uh our uh, the, the strength of the Soviet Union so uh so uh the the uh, I forget his name but he basically said I want you to build a 100 megaton uh, hydrogen thermonuclear atom bomb, and his scientist looked at him and went, "You're going to blow up the world with that." And he goes, hey, "Can we like get this to to 50 megatons?" And when that 50 megaton went off, um, uh, it it was a psychological effect to both to to the Russian community and the world community because the entire world felt it like it yeah. it was mass like when you just take a 15 megaton bomb and you explode it uh, in the united states and it was felt all the way to indonesia imagine mm-hmm. a 50 megaton bomb going off in russia the entire world feels that quake
0: yeah i mean, well, I mean what about the radiation did they do it oh the radi- the, uh, like
4: the the bomb like was the i think the bomb was dropped in the uh, was uh, exploded in the atmosphere mm-hmm. So the radiation went inside the atmosphere and it shut awesome. off, uh, it shut off radio signals
1: uh, for quite a long time. They were doing this in the very far north ends of Russia, where those there's like little islands that are surrounded by the um, Arctic Ocean up there.
4: But they've um, they well, they're no they're still the they're yeah, still the, the ones who have oh, dropped the biggest yeah. bomb. Uh, so mine is the fact that uh, us human beings are fourth dimensional beings living in a third dimensional body.
0: Oh, yeah. You were talking I about like that the, earlier. Like, I like seriously, the I don't know how... Everyone get here on the same page of Gabe, though. Like, think Interstellar, that scene where he's at the bookcase, the infinite bookcase, right? Yeah. That's, like, the f- best representation of a third-dimensional being interacting with a fourth-dimensional realm. And
1: he's just screaming, Murphy! Yeah, Murphy! <laughs> <Marvey>! <laughs> ah, <Marvey>. the clock! <laughs> yeah,
0: so the infinite bookcase is
2: actually just the bookcase, as it is in various yes. uh, time frames. Yes, yeah.
4: and that's but the fourth-dimensional realm. the only realm. thing we, we third-dimensional beings would, able, would be able to view is that infinite bookcase although the fourth dimensional being would be able to see like the entire thing
2: it would say it would see the infinite bookcase in its entirety even though it's infinite which yeah. is a contradiction
4: well, it's the all fourth in dimension. one spot. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, you know how there's that uh, whole thing where you can. You can like, yeah, you can represent a so on a on a one-dimensional line, you can represent a two-dimensional object. On a two-dimensional plane, you can represent a three-dimensional object. On a three-dimensional, you can represent a four-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Three third dimensional being time, four-dimensional being whatever is beyond time.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't you mean that fourth dimension would be time?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Third dimension. Yeah. No, on a third dimensional. Yeah, within a third dimensional area, you can simulate time, mm-hmm. the fourth dimension. Yeah. yeah.
4: You can simulate it, but you can't, like, it's impossible for a third dimensional being to control time, so which I'm is what a fourth dimensional being could do. So, what if a third
2: dimensional being is simply something that doesn't actually have anything to do with time? Like, it's not touched by time. And, like you said, we are, in fact, fourth dimensional beings in that we move through time and therefore interact with it as another dimension.
4: Hmm. So. so, I have some arguments for why my I claim as us being fourth-dimensional beings stuck in a third-dimensional body are true. One, if we were truly third-dimensional beings, we'd never be able to conceive a third uh, or a fourth dimension. We would only be able to conceive what is inside our third dimension. And the fact that we think about time as a line and also as a higher dimension leaves us not as a third-dimensional being, but instead a fourth-dimensional being. Uh, Two, um, when we think... Fourth dimensional being in a third dimensional plane of an object, that object appears and disappears at will. So uh, we, from a third dimensional perspective, would never be able to see the entirety of a fourth dimensional being Because we would only be looking through a small slit of that fourth dimensional reality, which, as they showed in Interstellar, that infinite bookcase, we'd only be able to see a small sliver of that bookcase. But if we decided to continue going onwards, we'd be able to see more and more and more slivers. But again, as a third dimensional being, it would go on infinitely for us. But the fourth dimensional being would literally just be able to look at it and say, ah, that's just a single bookcase.
2: So, actually, I can go against that because even if we're just a third dimensional being, third dimensional space goes on infinitely.
4: Yes, because it's a In other a words,
2: if it's a fourth dimensional being, wouldn't the fourth dimension also, time also go on infinitely?
4: Time does go on infinitely.
2: So infinite. it doesn't, yeah, so in other words. Time
4: is its own dimension So in the other words, what you just said
2: is, is not dimension. true because a fourth dimensional being would also see time as infinite just as a third dimensional being sees space as infinite
4: not quite Um, why so as a third dimensional being the reason why we perceive uh why we shouldn't be able to perceive time as how we do is because according to physics a second dimensional object that views a third dimensional object sees it uprooting in a straight line So no matter how that second-dimensional being looks at it, it looks like somebody is sticking their finger through a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. But they can only see what's directly in front of them. They can't see the whole thing, um, which is one of the reasons why when a third-dimensional being looks at a timeline, they only picture it as a line. But when you have those deep thinkers that think of time as much more than just a line, an object a situation of an infinite number of dimensions. That's when you start realizing, or that's when you start thinking of time as being much more than just an object and being more of a dimension. And the fact that we can think of it as a dimension and not an object, such as what I'm holding my phone, leads me to believe that we are fourth dimensional beings stuck in a third dimensional body via what we call conscious. Here, let's go to Jeff. We are something oh, yeah.
6: about time as an object. Time is a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey.
3: <laughs> All right, Doctor Who.
6: I disagree that the fa- with the fact that the third dimension is limited.
4: And why is that?
6: Well, I'm a Christian, and in the Bible it says that God created worlds without number. We can <laughs> number the worlds in this universe... I think there's more.
4: Yes, there is the theory of the multi-universal, which, uh, yes, although we have found the edge of our universe, there, according to that theory, there is still multiple other universes for us to discover, and thus the claim that in the Bible stating that we have uh, numbers of worlds that are that can't be countered is entirely plausible, but the fact that we can actually calculate how many objects are going to be inside this universe leads me to believe that the multiverse is not infinite
2: it is infinite because apparently we all know it's expanding in order for an infinite thing to exist as infinite it has to always be expanding
4: but think there are of it different like,
2: levels of infinity yeah.
4: so think of it like yeah. this yes the universe the multiverse i should say yes it, it's expanding But the fact that we, in order to understand why my claim as the universe being limited stands true, is the fact that the expansion does not happen just because we look out into the universe and see things moving away. One of the things that I have previously stated inside school is that what if we're actually just on an arm of our galaxy, and as we're moving through space inside that arm things appear to be moving away but we're all moving at the same exact speed and none of us are going anywhere
2: in all which right. case it would have to be that another side of it
0: is moving closer
2: well, so let's go oh. around but yeah. that's not
0: the case let's yeah. go around and uh, see if this is plausible Let's see. we talked about it a little bit. What do you guys say?
3: For me, I could definitely say being plausible It's just one of those things, in my opinion, where it's something that's too difficult to understand with the science that we have now. So in the future, it might be proven. It might also be disproven.
6: I agree with Nathaniel.
3: Okay. Honestly, I don't think so. Because, yeah,
6: yes.
2: just according to the conversation we just had, I don't. Because legitimately, if we could manipulate time, then we would count as fourth dimensional. But we cannot manipulate time. We cannot move through time. So therefore, we're only as third dimensional. Okay. What do you got?
5: I agree with Evan because it doesn't really make that much sense. Like, I don't really know how to, like, explain it, but I don't really think it's that plausible.
0: Okay. So, do you think as a third dimensional being that we can't connect with the fourth dimension? Or do you feel like it's implausible that a fourth dimensional being is a third dimensional consciousness?
5: Yeah. I don't think that a fourth-dimensional being is a third-dimensional consciousness. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. We already huh. know how you stand on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you got for us, Jefferson?
0: Yeah, you um, got any, got any yeah. more input on this?
6: I think that it's entirely plausible.
0: That's yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah. All, yeah <laughs> it's plausible. All right, With a little Mythbusters approach. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
1: I think it's plausible. Um. It's a very complex, dense thing to understand. Um you yeah. know, people like Einstein and Stephen Hawking have actually, you know, divulged into this kind of thinking and have tried to mathematically prove it, but even then, you know, they they're still plausible, maybe. Yeah, it's a maybe for me.
0: Yeah, I'd maybe. love it to be true. I think a, we have a lot to a, a long ways to go when it comes to our concept of dimensions and consciousness itself. You know, because we can perceive and imagine so many varieties of a, of dimensions and realities. It's just following up on it to how to prove it and how to connect with that information.
1: Yeah, something tangible, yeah. mathematics or, or something. Yeah, yeah. physics. All what do right. you got for us, Jefferson?
6: Okay, so my theory is that the Beatles Did you write an essay? No. <laughs> I just he's look well over he's and he's he's well a paper he's and well just prepared. of well prepared. paper that
2: look really full. It looks like you've you've got things highlighted too. No. You, have uh,
6: you written?
0: Oh, those are just notes you've taken. Yeah. No, 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 Jeff's are, professional.
2: Okay. <laughs> Jeff, article, the 13-year-old. No? Oh, okay.
6: <laughs> this theory is that the Beatles never existed. They're all body doubles and it was just created as a joke or for uh, some other reason but each actor or um musician has several body do- doubles like in the people who research this say that there were three John, at least three John Lennons and a minimum of 12 different Paul McCartneys oh God.
0: <laughs> finally a meaty one
6: just tons of body doubles for each um musician
0: okay where where does this come from like where where do they get the proof for this?
6: Well, they noticed that the um, musicians kept changing, like their faces, their eyes would get closer together, then farther apart. They looked similar, but they weren't identical.
2: Okay, that's easy to explain. It's lizard people. Or Michael Jackson no, style it's, it's surgery. Just, it's just lizard people putting on and taking off their disguises. Come on, you should notice oh, yeah, by now, it Jeff. Fits just a little different yeah, every time. Yeah, it's, it's a little. It's a, it's a second skin, so they put it on, take it off. It fits differently every time.
6: I am actually trying to nine. disprove this, so you guys have to pr- try to prove it to me.
2: Oh. Oh, in that case, it's easily explainable, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, now we have to prove
1: it for lizard people though. <laughs> we gotta prove. We gotta I prove think, uh, lizard people are false. I think it's plausible because of of how complex the Beatles, you know, their their touring was, and how how popular they were. I mean, there's just no way they could be, you know, in the same place at the same time. They have to be everywhere at once.
0: Yeah, the demand for them was insane. It's, yeah, at the I time. mean,
1: I can't imagine any human being going through that grueling schedule of just grind band playing the same songs every single day. You know, that's why you see a lot of famous musicians you know die or revert to drug use it's just there has to be more so, people So the reason
2: why a lot of musicians revert like it's just famous people in general going to drug use it's because of social issues mainly due to the fact that they cannot find our honest friends the more famous you are the more people try to get close to you who don't actually know you and they pretend they do but all they do is reference movies you've been in or songs you've played yeah they they like the idea of you yeah they like the idea of you but they the don't know you the which well, we, is
0: we, – We do this in our everyday lives and our relationships when it comes to significant others or even friends is that we get start off with this idea, not to the same extent, but, you know, like, oh, I have this idea that I think this person's really cool and want to know, but it takes so much time to really know someone, right? Yeah. We're, or, no, we're, I'm, we're,
6: I'm trying to disprove it. You guys oh. are trying to prove it.
4: All right. So proving it, mm-hmm. uh, that they weren't body doubles? No. Would no, they, they were. were. That, that they, they were, were body doubles. Yeah. Okay. So, the first thing that I could say that they could be uh that would prove that their body doubles is the is that there could be historical references uh for instance videos. If we go back in time, we could look at videos specific videos of them playing let's say three different instances that they played three songs, and we take all three of those songs and play them side by side if we notice any auditorial differences. If we notice any difference inside the lip movements, maybe one is lip syncing, maybe one isn't. If we notice any changes within inside the apparel or with inside the facial expressions, uh, that would be one way to disprove it. Yeah, comb through the so
2: wealth of information. I have something we have. important that we need to say, Ava. What do you think?
5: Well, I agree with him because. I think that it, if you did put all different songs side by side, they all would probably sound different. And if there is multiple like body doubles, then it would make it very easy for them also to do all the stuff that they did. And I don't necessarily want to prove it
6: because <laughs> I don't think that it's really true <laughs> There's an easy explanation for not having the songs identical. You can't really do the same exact thing twice in a row. They might get the timing a little bit wrong by like milliseconds or greater than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, there could be variable differences accounted for. And I think uh, John Lennon's death really kind of throws a wrench in this, uh, that maybe one of the doubles killed John Lennon because he was the real one, and, you know, because he was assassinated, he hmm. shot. It, maybe he was a little jealous, you know, that he wasn't. John Lennon, John Lennon. He was a, just a stunt double. Or maybe you know? he went insane and he thought he was John yeah, Lennon.
3: And he was like, what is this other John Lennon? There can only be one. And he exactly. Highlandered that moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's how conspiracies build. You
3: know? So one way to easily explain body doubles is throughout history there's this, like, theory of, like, in the world, there is one person out there who looks exactly like you. Doppelganger. Yeah, doppelganger theory. So the th- whole thing with the Beatles is maybe they just found the doppelgangers and were like, all right, you guys are really similar, like ridiculously so. We're going to turn you into a world-famous band and confuse people.
0: We'll just tackle the schedule, right? Because if they just recorded it and they played it, taught them how to lip sync and yeah. act like they were, you know,
3: exactly playing.
0: Yeah, I could see yeah. it plausible.
3: Oh, and then, of course, there's the fact that it could also just be a case of uh, they just had them there for, like, five seconds and then drugged everyone so that they thought they were listening to the Beatles.
6: What if they were holograms whenever they're forming?
3: See? Another – you just helped us prove it. Mm -hmm. It's true. Forget
6: I said that. (laughs) Can
3: we go go back to lizard
2: people for a second here? Because I want to get into lizard people again. I'm of the opinion – That. The little minute differences can be explained by lizard people putting on and off their costumes, right? Except, you know, not all lizard people are the same. They obviously have different facial builds and whatnot. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah, lizard people have different facial builds. I said lizard people. Do they have a third gender that is not incorporated in the word people? Lizard beings. Perfect. So yeah, that explains that. And as far as why they would need devils instead of just assigning one lizard person, it's because obviously these were important people within lizard man culture.
6: Lizard man
2: Yes, that is because the human race. No, that's because the human race typically, culturally, whenever referring to culture or any other thing, goes by man. The standard man and whatnot. We don't go by person most of the time. When you talk to a scientist, it's like
0: man. What are you talking about like woo Man, Man? Like what do you? Yeah, when mankind? referencing
2: whole groups, we typically go by the man. Mm. Also, it's shorter to say man
3: versus people.
1: There's another way to prove it. So uh, we're going to go around and see if this is plausible or not?
3: I think my explanations speak for themselves doppelganger theory as well as the fact that Jeff brought up holograms for our side. (laughs) Kind of screwed yourself there, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This is like a Santa Claus scenario, right? The demand (laughs) was much
0: higher than the supply for
1: Beatles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I think it's
2: totally plausible. Also, one of the members getting assassinated That's the only reason they had to quit the Beatles is because one of the doppelgangers got assassinated, but they would have liked to have covered up in order to continue brainwashing. Unfortunately, it got on the news, so they had to put that on hold. Oh, Um, my.
5: I think the doppelganger theory is definitely plausible, but why do you think it's not plausible, Jeff? I think it's plausible. I
6: just, why would they do that? (laughs)
3: Because music (laughs) is glorious (laughs) and a language that everyone
0: can speak. I already said it. Brainwashing. So the Beatles intended to brainwash
3: us with their music? They secretly wanted to advertise for Froot Loops.
6: I don't think that well, this I is real. I think they did, it's plausible, and I think it is. But I don't think it's real. This
3: Beatles is the new toucan,
4: news. Sam. that <laughs> <laughs> So I think it's plausible, but one way you could prove that they didn't do double bodies is you could just say they were under extreme stress and their facial features could not take the amount of stress... So there are some times where it drooped mm-hmm. out of place.
0: Yeah. And the lighting, all mm-hmm. kinds
3: of factors could affect that. Video, um. Videos of the day not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like
6: the video could be just messed up or something. With standard I mean, there's, a, there's a lot
4: totally of things possible. you could do to, like, say that their eyes were so far spread apart that it was unnatural, and that could be light refraction. Plausible. I think
1: uh, doppelganger theory, that's genius. Lizard theory, that's really uh, special. <laughs> <laughs> it's genius. It fits right into the narrative. But uh, like I said, uh, John Lennon getting shot, part. I think that definitely adds a weird wrench in this whole conspiracy that maybe the person that did kill him was he a really doppelganger, and he didn't like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Evan had a good point when that's it came to that. Uh, even if it was a doppelganger that got murdered, if it was publicized, it could have ruined the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I do see that time period, the demand for them was so high that something like this doesn't seem so far out of the bounds of reality, right? I think it's it's pretty plausible. Um, I think at the very least, there were a few shows that were definitely body doubles.
6: That's plausible. But not the
0: entirety of it.
6: Yeah, I don't think that the band from the start were all doppelgangers. I think that, like you said, there may have been a few shows where they're like, oh, we need to sleep. (laughs) We haven't slept in a week. We need yeah. to sleep. Right? <laughs> and they're like, hey, you look like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Hey,
0: you,
2: get
6: on stage. Yeah. Put so, on so, this
2: costume. Yeah, here's something I do have to say, though. If they couldn't host multiple shows at the same time because the Beatles were so famous, if they had hosted a show anywhere at the same time as somewhere else, people would have known. So they couldn't have done that. They could have used body doubles to take a break, though. Seems plausible for the break purposes.
1: All right. I'm going to tune in my little antenna here. for. Uh, I'm doing Roswell. The so Roswell incident in 1947 is a famous in- incident in New Mexico where a object, an unidentifying flying object, a UFO, hit the uh, desert in New Mexico and a rancher discovered remains of what he thought was a flying saucer. This rancher found the remains of this flying saucer, went, took it to the military and the local police sheriff, and they printed out on the newspaper in a July 3rd, 1947, that they indeed had found a flying saucer in the desert. Fast forward two days later, they recanted that story, they being the military, the Air Force, saying that it was not a UFO or a flying saucer as they identified it, and in fact it was a weather balloon that they were using in Project Mogul, to record, uh, launch balloons into the atmosphere and record sound from Russian planes or nuclear explosions. So that was a really easy cover-up story for what I think was a, a crash incident from another being from outer, outer space. They, they said there was body parts. They did find the witnesses that were there, the military people and the rancher, confirmed that there was four-foot beings, small beings that were there. Um, the military tried to say that these were just test dummies in the balloon that were there. It, it just it doesn't line up. I, I think that something happened in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947.
0: So are you trying to prove it?
1: Uh, I think it's real. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm trying to prove so it. So we
0: got to disprove it. Yeah. All right, yeah.
1: yeah. You, do you believe the fake news that the government put out that it was indeed a weather balloon?
3: Or swamp gas. So well, land,
1: I mean, something definitely did land there.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, if you were going to try and disprove it, I was just going to say, uh, no, Dragon Ball confirmed Goku came to Earth finally. We're going to have Dragon Ball Z, guys. Start training. Get your key up.
0: So it was a Saiyan spaceship? It's a totally Saiyan spaceship.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but since you're trying to have us disprove it, I can't say that. So instead, I will just say that it was most likely in. When they say unidentified flying object, there's often times where the military is just testing secret.
1: Planes, and but here's the here's the caveat. Here's the weird thing: they identified it as a flying saucer. This was in the New York, uh, or in the New York, in the New Mexico newspaper. It said the the Air Force had found a flying saucer in the desert. It still and could and have it been a military th- project. It yeah. still
3: could have been a military project. Like True. Area 51, supposedly has all kinds of secrets in it. Yeah. So, uh,
1: but a lot of the a lot of the uh, witnesses said they saw small beings and they found body parts.
3: I have something very important. So
2: I okay. do not think it was aliens. I think okay. it was a secret race of dwarf. Of dwarves who live in the center of the earth that the government has refused to tell us about, which also explains what, you, what is in Lake Baikal. Baikal. Dwarves. A lot Everything. of things. <laughs> it's, it's dwarves. Everything. It's, Everything. Alright, so it's dwarves.
0: Center of the earth. And so there's and lizard people and, people and dwarves that Lizard like people share? Who, no, the lizard people of the rule earth?
2: the service, but the lizard people have been trying for decades, for millions of years, to get underneath the surface and invade the dwarves. But all of the lizard people are too tall to impersonate as dwarves. That's
0: solid to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Moving on.
6: <laughs> okay. right. Real quick,
3: how do you explain a midget? Right. Some midgets could be we're, lizard people. We're, we're, let's let's move on. Natural people. <laughs> all right, Eva, what do you got?
5: Um, do you believe in aliens?
1: Um, I definitely believe. Maybe not in the way that Hollywood has produced aliens. You know, big he- big heads, small bodies, alarms. <laughs> little slanted eyes but I do believe that there is some type of extraterrestrial life out there that may be more intelligent than us just because of the infinite how infinite space is yeah
5: Yeah, I believe in that too I mean it makes sense for there to be life on other planets
1: absolutely yeah
0: oh (laughs) <laughs> the Fermi's Paradox right, that G- Gabe just mentioned. We can't even go into that. That's we too cannot, much. That's a whole episode.
6: We interesting cannot to mention let about outer Gabe space. talk about paradoxes. Uh, the
0: paradoxes.
6: We just yet. need yeah. to put duct tape on his yeah. mouth yeah. and Okay, so here's that. something interesting.
2: So there's this region <laughs> of outer space which is unexplainably dark. And some people believe that it is due to a massive superstructure that no one knows what it looks like, but basically what the purpose is is, is it wraps around a star and
0: Yeah, we talked about this. The Dyson sphere. The, yeah. Yeah. We it's already mentioned that in the first episode.
4: It's actually said uh, so there's there's a star inside our, our our galaxy right now the milky way that emits less light yeah, than any other star time. and it's said to have a dyson sphere
1: going around it
0: yeah, there's a few that are looking at and trying to investigate that Super theory.
1: Superstructure. Uh, okay. Do you think the uh, theory is real? That a what landed there was an alien being, being from outer space at Roswell?
0: Well, we haven't heard from oh, Gabe and Jeff, right. so okay. he was here for them real quick.
6: I think that the government has always been covering up extraterrestrial beings. They know more than they let on. I know multiple people who have seen UFOs. And my grandfather was in the army and he saw a UFO that was going really, really fast. And then it stopped just suddenly overfield. And he said the military and the U.S. government cannot make anything like that. that can just go super fast and then just stop just like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, nothing that's publicized.
4: Uh, I don't think it's plausible that Roswell had an alien ship crash. I do think it's plausible, though, that an object such as an asteroid or a U-2 plane crashed there. Because the U2 plane is high enough in the atmosphere that if you do break the wings off, it does kind of look like a flying saucer.
0: Mm, That's
4: a good point. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I definitely believe in aliens. Yeah. yeah. Also, the U2 plane is built in such a way that if it did crash, the bodies would like sprawl out; they wouldn't Mm. be incinerated.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, that actually adds a little bit more merit to it. Yeah,
4: I mean, I I believe they're aliens. I have a
0: bunch of personal stories growing up where I've seen them. I come from Pensacola, Florida, and that used to be a hotbed in the 90s uh, for UFO encounters. But we're going to start wrapping it up today. Um, don't really have time to present another one. I had one that was going to be about the Mothman prophecies, but not Mothman in particular. It's more about Indrid Cole and the Men in Black. It was going to tie into your SCP. Yeah! And we'll maybe do a little 15-minute segment and post that later on about more, because the Evan and Gabe debate could go on for much longer <laughs> as well. Um uh, we'll mean, come back yeah, to that. That's ahead. a
3: really deep one. Yeah. All these debates could go on for much longer if we really let them and tried
0: Yeah, yeah. I think
3: except for the SCP one.
0: I think now in the time for promotion, I'd like to mention that we, we would love more participants. This is, you know, as we mentioned on the first show, we want to rotate people out. We finally have our first female guest today, Eva, and thank you so much. So, in closing, promotions. What have we got?
1: Uh yeah, I just wanted to promote the show. Uh, last Friday I think it went real yeah, uh, we it went really well and uh I think we had a really good positive feedback from the community, and we just need to get some more uh, female representation on there. here.
0: Are you a young person, age 16 to 18, who likes to support your friends? Come to a free mental health first aid training March 2nd at the library. It's a full day training from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition will provide lunch and all materials needed. You will learn how to identify signs and symptoms of a mental illness and how you can help someone who may be experiencing these symptoms. You can be the difference in a friend or loved one's life. You will earn a certificate that is valid for three years and is great to put on a resume. Parent permission is required. For information, contact Ramonda Simpson from the Ketchkin Wellness Coalition at Ramonda at ktnkwc.org or 225-9355.